Yeah, hi, how are you? Here is another episode of That Down by Two podcast brought to you by the good old folks at Cryer Media. Visit Cryer.co for all things DB2 and sports related content. And by our good old friends at Indestructible MFG. Uh, visit Indestructible.com and use promo code down by two for 15% off your next chorter. And uh, by our good old pals over at Yup Beer. Remember these guys? Remember Yup? Yeah, visit Yup Beer online, yupbeer.com to find a location near you now available in grocery stores and beer stores across Ontario. Uh, I am not drinking up beer right now. I'm on a little bit of the vino train. Mm-mm-mm. Kind of over beer right now uh, because I drink too many uh, in the airport lobby, uh, which we'll get into in a minute. <laughs> Tired of spending 15 buck on a beer, but you don't have to do that with Yup Beer because it's only a dollar ninety five. Um, so be you could drink like seven that. or eight of those for yeah, fifteen you, buck. Yeah, crush them down your gully. Uh, what's going on? It's your boy Josh Elijah Birdman. How Hey-o. you doing? What's up, baby? Buddy, good to see you. Honestly, again. just happy to be here. Happy to be alive and <laughs> with my two feet planted on the on the Earth's crust. Uh, oh my yeah. God! You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's just fucking dive should into we just it. Get, right. Should we just go right into it? Or let's just get right into it. Um, we're probably going to turn this into a separate piece itself. Um, but for any of you who flies out of Canada, out of Pearson, out of the Hamilton Airport, if you even want to call it an airport, London, what have you, Canadians, there is this airline called Flare Air. Flare Airlines, um, it's a discount brand airline, uh, kind of like Swoop. Uh, if you've swooped yeah, before, budget friendly. Budget friendly. You pay 80 bucks and you get on a plane and and uh, pretty, pretty affordable, right? Um, where, where they try to get you is the uh add-ons and what have you and you know they'll charge you an extra 50 bucks for a carry-on well they're greasy about it extra 76 buck if you want to pick your own seat like they'll go catch you each and every way like oh yeah you want text messages from us for alerts when your plane is uh being delayed that's an extra five buck uh it's just like it's just around every corner you have to click no about 24 times before you actually get to the checkout um not not a problem you just don't add them on uh yeah you just gotta know what you're doing really and like for doing this with us, like we're heading down to Orlando, obviously for our coverage on the Orlando Magic. Um, so a lot of the times, the options that we had to be able to choose from to get to Orlando were from uh, Pearson Airport, leaving at six thirty a.m. and uh, getting down to cover the game later that day, usually around a seven o'clock start. Um, and we're only there for the weekend, so we will book a ticket um, six thirty a.m. Get down there for seven. Uh, plenty of time to be able to check in the hotel and then uh, only carry a backpack, you know, traveling super light. And then we're back on a Sunday. So really not too much to worry about there. Um, and we were heading down for our first coverage uh, that was uh, going down on, on the Friday, Philadelphia 76ers in town to face the Orlando magic. Um, we're pretty pumped to go down and do our, our first coverage with the magic this season. And we get there. I mean, like we're doing the best, 
we can. We're we're on time. We got to the airport. We were up by four at the airport for four thirty. Gave us plenty of time. Check-in was a breeze. Customs great, no problem. Um, and we're in the airport having ourselves a, a five a.m. beer because fucking why not? You're there and you're allowed. Uh, so you know, might as well. We get on the plane. Plane rides fine. You know, just they take off. And for me, I have a bit of anxiety flying. So yeah, that's maybe why I might be having a pint or two at five o'clock in the morning. Right. So I, I, I get on the plane and I pass out. I pass out and in a good way. You didn't pass out because you're scared. You passed out because you're sleepy. I'm sleepy. You had had the sleeper beer in you. We've uh, we've only had about, you know, we we went to bed at around midnight. So we only had about four hours of sleep. We're operating on on fumes at this point. And we got a big day ahead of us. So I'm going to catch a wink where I can. Now, I wake up and we're touching down. And I'm just the turbulence wakes me up. And uh, buddy sitting next to me, he's just like, oh, yeah, we had to turn back to Toronto. And I'm just like, yeah, this guy's funny. And uh, nice joke, <laughs> asshole. And then uh, I turn over t- to look out the window and I see snow on the ground. And I'm like, oh, this ain't the O. This ain't Orlando. And uh, yeah, I know it was supposed know- to be chilly that weekend, but damn, there's a lot of damn. snow. <laughs> what the hell? So then I understand that there was a problem with the plane. And we end up off boarding off the plane and just like, we got to go back inside the airport. And now bird, why don't you explain what it was that I had missed? Because like with, with me being passed out, I I'm really confused. I'm like, where the fuck am I at this point? Uh, so what did I miss when I was up in the, up in the air, up in, on this flight that was heading to Orlando? Well, I mean, for starters, none of us were sitting together. So Jake is, up ahead a little bit i'm like in the middle, and you're behind me so we're not even like together for any of this which also sucks um but listen the 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 cool thing about this was on our way up it was the smoothest smoothest takeoff smoothest flight and i'm thinking wow this is this is probably the best flight i've ever been on there's no it's been so smooth and like listen i'm on i'm on the side where the sun is rising i pull out my phone and we're we're just like you know that like thin layer of clouds that's like super high up and once you get up there there's it's like you're it's literally just atmosphere and space that's that's my favorite and because at that point like for me the anxiety has gone and i'm just in bliss exactly and you're on cruise control at that point Yeah, yeah exactly so so we're up there and we're just we're cruising and i can see like the clouds are just like going by and it looked so smooth. It kind of looked like we were driving on a road and there was fog or something. And then the sun starts coming up and I'm I'm filming it on my phone. And I'm like, oh, this, this is so picturesque and like can't wait to show these to to the boys when we get off. And then and then I see the, the plane do one of these and like start turning. And I'm like, oh, that's strange. It's a it's a pretty sharp turn uh, considering how high we are. And then, yeah, the, the pilot gets on the intercom. He's like, uh, 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 yeah, we have to turn back. Uh, there's a there's a malfunction with the with the de-icing equipment. Uh, uh, yeah, so we have to turn oh. back, unfortunately. Oh. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pissed, bro. And like, so you're passed out. And I'm like, oh, boy, like he's going to be so cheesed when he wakes up. And then I see Jake look back. and We're making eye contact at each other. And we're like rolling our eyes and stuff. And we're like, oh, fuck. 
man. Like there goes the weekend. Like now it's just going to be a headache. And then the, the guy gets on the intercom again and he goes, he goes, uh, we, we may be in for a rough landing. Um, so be prepared. Uh, when we, when we say over the intercom to brace for impact, uh, the, the flight attendants will guide you through everything. And then he like hangs up the thing and everyone's like, wait, did he just say, did he just say brace for impact? Like, what's he talking about? Ah, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe he just means there's meanwhile, I'm just like, oh, dude, dude, (laughs) bro's got his hat fully down, (laughs) AirPods in, the lips are just like, just air poop and just, i'm like let's just let's because they don't actually like snore that. i just kind of go just lightly yeah, gently into gent- this guy who's sitting next to me into his ear um oh yeah <laughs> it's just a gent- gentle fart coming out of your out of your lips <laughs> um yeah so then the then the the flight attendants come around and they're like fully like like teaching us how to properly like prepare for a crash landing and they're like <sighs> So you have to put your hands under your legs and like you have to duck like this because, you know, if the plane like hits the ground, you know, and stuff's flying, the the seats will will protect your head. I'm like, what? Like, oh, pardon? Boy. Like this, this is really going down right now. Like, like fully showing us again how to like work the side. So the whole like doors. head in between your legs that like. Yes. Like, oh, yes. You're, you're like this. Yeah. It, dude. And Jake and I are like mouthing to each other, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like what? Oh, and there, dude, God. there's like, there's like children crying. There's like ladies gasping. There's and then this guy beside me like grabs the the uh, the flight attendant. He's like, "You need to tell me what's going on right now." It was that that big jacked like dad dude. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, "You need to tell couple. me what's going on right now." And Someone's gotta like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where's the parachute? Get me the fuck out of here. Thank oh man, yeah, me. that guy was crushing pints at the bar after. Oh, oh dude, he was yeah. polluted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thankfully the landing was okay. Like it was totally fine. I guess they were just preparing everyone for worst possible scenario. And yeah, it was the worst. If dude it was like a full 45 minutes it felt like four days just descending to to land right and yeah. uh yeah i just knocked this out but oh, it's something something, um, something that i heard about uh just even the whole head in between your legs procedure sort of thing yeah. the reason why they tell you to do that is so that when you do crash like you your neck just snaps and your death is that much quicker oh that's what i've heard would have been nice to know <laughs> okay like it's that's the function that it serves sure. that's just that's just a theory um well, and like when you think about it it makes sense so no that 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 doesn't make sense because when i was i was down there practicing i was like this isn't very like comfortable is, is there a better well? way to do this <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm like sucking myself off over here like what oh, is sucking your gun yeah yeah so that was uh the longest 45 minutes ever and oh. um thankfully we landed okay i guess i guess the issue was they were afraid that the landing gear wouldn't deploy properly if it froze over right if the if the antifreeze or whatever isn't 
isn't working properly. I thought it was something to do with the, the, the flaps on the wings. It could be the flaps too. Uh, but as nobody we really down, fucking knows. I saw the, I saw them moving, so I was like, okay, well that's a good sign. Like I don't really know what's going on here. I don't think they knew what was going on. Honestly, I think no. I feel like I feel like they even just like overbooked the fucking like tarmac in Florida, and they didn't have room for us, and they had to turn around or something. Like it's just like the, the dog shit airline. Well, because it doesn't had no idea what was going on. It doesn't make sense because like yeah, when I, it, yeah, tell tell me what what they told us after. Well, because <laughs> oh, don't you fuck, man. But like for me, like so, what was confusing to me? It's just like so we were halfway there. And because I'm again asleep for all this, and then I find out after I'm like, we were halfway there, and the the safety issue was, you know, they're they're afraid that the the wheels were frozen or the wings were frozen, whatever was frozen. I'm like, well, wouldn't that not be an issue when you go to fucking Florida, the Sunshine State, where there's no freezing at all? Like that's, <laughs> wouldn't that make a difference for me? So that's I'm like, mm, it kind of sounds like bullshit. Otherwise, we could have just continued to fly down there. So something else is up. Then we get delayed. Yeah, I'm at the bar. I'm I'm having a couple couple pints at this point. Jake is fucking long gone at this point. Like he's just he's he's buzzed. <laughs> he is Buzz Lightyear at this point. And uh, we're just getting he's, delayed. Who was nutty at that point? Who was nutty? He was feeling a little bit nutty. He's fucking lack of sleep too. Definitely definitely attributes to it. Oh, but, but the yeah. you were you were just passed out on the fucking ground. You were just I like, literally I'm, just slept on the. Floor, I'm finding yeah. I'm finding a dry patch here in this soggy ass airport and uh, uh, <laughs> just gonna fucking you know, just wake me up until when we're ready to go. Um, yeah. But that never really happened because they delayed us and delayed us. It went from eleven to one to three, and their their uh, plan of action, which nobody like nobody really knows what the fuck is going on here. Nobody the story I've ever heard. They've never they they they. I don't, the flight attendants, nobody knew they were bringing new like crews in for the new flight, but then they got called off and it was just, it was all over the place. But the bullshit that they fed us was all right, here's the game plan. We're going to drive down a couple pilots to the Kitchener airport where there's a plane, a spare flare plane that we can bring from there. We're going to fly over to Toronto, scoop you guys up, bring you down to Orlando, make it to Disney. And I'm like, no, that is the no. goofiest cap shit I has ever cap. heard. Fuck that! That is dumb. Like, like, are you? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I said to the flight, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, do you expect me to believe that? Everyone is just rolling their eyes. They're like, this is insane. And that was just the biggest piss off. Where it's just like, hey, flight gets canceled. Shitty weather. Whatever it is, I'd rather be safe than you know something horrific happening. That's fine. But the fact that you just kept delaying and feeding tell us me. bullshit. <laughs> and it's just like, like that's, it's just, just tell us. So we don't have to stay at Pearson. Like Pearson is a gong show to begin with. And like, I don't want to stay here. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go home. Yeah. Right? I, I hate little, it here. I hate it here. I want to go home. <laughs> a little, a little uh, reference to pursuit of happiness. I was fucking in the pursuit of happiness that day. Like I was, uh, man, it was honestly Dude, the that story experience. is so crazy like the one that they told us about picking up a plane because these flights are booked did you fly to kitchener the, these booked they're booked on the tarmac at the gates like months in advance that's how this works because we booked it's a month in a, advance it's such a tight schedule like you can't just 
what is this? Like, I'm going to pick up my friend's car and just like whip it over. Like, no, it's a fucking Boeing airplane, bro. Like, you can't ah, just dog. go pick up an airplane, yeah, man, and fly it into Pearson and be like, okay, hop in, ready to Everybody. go. Like, it's still it's rolling. Just it's just like the most outrageous shit. Get in, yeah, get it in. rolls past the gate. Yeah, yeah fuck, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, air traffic control. I mean, that is the most. That is one of the most difficult, stressful jobs out there. And you expect us to buy that bullshit? It is ridiculous. Um. Yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, they, they just they just kept lying through their teeth. So um, for all the listeners, do not fly Flair. This is an official review of Flair Airlines. Do not fly Flair. The only reason why we're going to continue doing it is because we already have bikes, uh, flights booked with them. So it's it's not going to it's nothing we can really do at this point because it is it is tough as hell to get your money back from them so um you know spend the extra hundred dollars on a legitimate airline do not fly flare um at least at least we got to spend uh the night in saga city got to be a couple saga city boys rolling around a parking lot we we turned that day around real quick that's yeah man that was that was such a good time oh man yeah we were fucking bombed too because like we we uh we got we put us up with some one of the one of the shitty uh, airport hotels, uh, but we actually got the one that was in the parking lot of a Scatterbush and a Jackasters and a Boston Pizza. And guess what? We hit them all up, right? And oh, then we got we, we did the rounds. Buddy. We, we did the cool. we did the rounds. We did the rounds. We fucking ate like kings and drank our faces off. We hit up the Boston Pizza just like the old days and gave the bartender shit like it's the up bar, like it's Brit, <laughs> like it's Brit working up bar, giving him the gears. Is be like fucking like sending drinks soda? Back. Really? I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Fuck you, buddy!" I'll yeah, the guy's just <laughs> you're a gin and soda. He laughed at your face. He's just I like, know. I was like, he's like, "I'll take a gin and soda." He's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, is that a problem?" He's just like, "You sure you don't want it with tonic?" And it's like, "No, you fucking moron. <laughs> we'll take it with soda, please." And then he serves it to you in a tall glass. So it's just like, yeah, even what am just I make baby? more fun like, of you. Here's my like, little sippy cup. Like, thanks. Oh <laughs> man, it's so ridiculous. And then we went to the casino and lost a bunch of money. It was fucking fantastic. Hey, was, I didn't. I, I was up. I was up, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I figured out gambling with Jake. Uh, shout out Jakey boy, uh, Jake Trenum. I uh, love you, dog. I, I I'm not gonna ride with you anymore, man. Like I, 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 gotta, I gotta go my own route. I ain't gonna follow the poo, the stink of the poo. The boys are feeling it. black, and Jake's like, Nah, I'm feeling red. And then it's like, All right, well, I guess like, come on, go roll red. And then I'm like, I guess so. And then it's fucking black, and it's just like, oh, God damn it! Like, no, not doing this. And then we, we were we were crushing blackjack though. Yeah, yeah, was, we should have just ended awesome. it with blackjack, man. Should have yeah. just done that while while we had control. But uh, hey. That's what happens when you when you gamble. Um, <laughs> so that's it. Don't fly flare. Not much more to say about that. Lots more to say about this episode. Uh, obviously, because of you know the the events of last week, we ended up missing that episode, but we came back with a banger. Uh, really stoked to have this guy on. We've been chatting a lot back and forth. Uh, actually, a friend um, that we mentioned uh, during our interview with him, friend of Mickle from uh, Mike Fulmer um, as well. Uh, recommended this guy to come on to the show um he is a writer for the nation network that's leafs nation and nhl trade rumors as well uh shane Sini on the show um great i mean he's he's uh he's a such a knowledgeable guy 
with all like sports across the board, um, especially hockey, but we didn't have him on to talk any, any sort of puck really. Uh, we actually had him on to talk uh, a bit of basketball as well and talk about some picks. We really cover all of our bases. He shares some experiences when he was overseas covering the games in Sweden. Um, and he's going to be down uh, covering the all-star weekend as well uh, in Toronto. Um, but yeah, man, great guy to have on the show. Uh, so let's just, let's just fire it right the fuck up right now. Uh, this is uh, Shane Sini uh, joining us from the nation network enjoy all right really stoked to have this guest on this show it's actually been a long time coming uh, we've been missing each other uh at parties that are, are through our, our mutual friend mikey fulmer shout out mikey uh mm-hmm. miss you buddy but um it's uh, really really excited to have uh, this guy on the on the show uh he got he's a writer on uh the nation network more specifically the leafs nation and nhl trade rumors as well we have shane Sini on the show my man shane thank you so much for taking the time to jump on with us here today as well Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you, boys. It's been a it's been a pleasure already, and can't wait yeah. to jump in. So I'm glad uh, we could finally get together. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, we're we're definitely gonna we're, we're we gotta have you back on the show because I know that you know hockey is is your strong suit, but it's been too crazy of a week when it comes to the NBA uh, that we just gotta dive into some of that stuff as well before uh, uh, before we uh, address any sort of uh, hockey talk as well. But before we even get into sports, let's just kind of uh, dial it back and and uh, find a little bit more about where uh, your background's from uh, and uh, how you got a part uh, got into sports writing as well and uh, uh, just chatting before the show as well this is a real uh full circle moment uh for you and for this for this show and the network as well so i uh, would love to hear a little bit uh about your background here yeah so um kind of got started about i would say eight years ago now yeah. just scrolling through twitter and uh dean blundell was looking for a sports writer and i was in between jobs at the time so it was kind of like perfect timing for the both of us wow uh so kicked off deanblundell.com we we are hammering out just as many blogs as possible about absolutely fucking anything. So we we just tried to set as many fires as we could and walk away from them. It's kind of what the MO MO was, but uh, that was, you know, we put in a solid, I put in a solid, he's obviously still doing things now with you guys and through Mm -hmm. prior, but I put through uh, probably a solid five years with him. And then um, I actually got a message from a buddy of mine and it was a hockey article from NHL trade rumors. And I was like, who the fuck wrote this? So yeah. I ended up just contacting them being like, listen, I think I could you know, help you guys out. I'm really interested in doing some more hockey writing. So mm-hmm. I sent the message off, you know, not really thinking much of it. And next thing you know, landed an interview for that and ended up getting the job in there about uh, four years now with them. So we've Amazing. expanded from NHL to NFL, MLB and NBA. So we got, you know, got all four sports covered now. So yeah, from there, man, I kind of just fell into another job with the hockey writers and it was covering the Leafs and the Penguins for them. Did that for a couple of years. And Amazing. then uh, the nation network reached out and wanted me on the, on the Leafs nation. So I've been there for coming up to a year now. So yeah, it's going great, man. No, that's awesome. That's great to hear, man. And just you know, the foot's a full circle moment as well. And, you know, I mean, originally uh, Dean signed us on to the Dean Blundell Network, and then it's now sort of transitioned over to Cryer Media, obviously, just want, kind of wanting his name off of uh, off of the uh, the face of the network, at least, but be more um, on the on the back end when it comes to operations and really just growing out the network and creating that sort of uh, um, all around collective uh, between new sports and podcasts as well. So uh, really great to 
to have this uh have you back have you on the show and back on the network as well um <laughs> any anything coming up um in in the future any goals that are uh, that are coming up for uh for the network that you're currently with right now yeah so we got a ton of coverage for the all-star game coming up in toronto so there's going to be a bunch of live shows that yeah. um, the whole nation Sick. network has i know it's gonna be sweet so check out dailyfaceoff.com we got flames nation oh, uh oilers nation so they're going to be yeah. doing a, a bunch of stuff down there um and then for me personally i got my maple Leafs minute coming out it's kind of a, a spin off the tiktok account that i created yeah um, so i'll Amazing. be doing some short videos uh starting after the all-star break so pretty pumped for that too Man, awesome. that's, yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that. Love. Uh, and you were doing some coverage as well uh, overseas recently that I saw as well. Yeah, man. Went over to Sweden in November for the Global Series. And what a time. Just wow. like hockey, oh, partying and good food for five days. You can't really complain about that. So um, really cool. Stockholm was awesome. Like such a clean city. People were great. Everybody spoke English. This kind of mandatory in school over there. Yeah. Um, just beautiful people everywhere. Everybody's beautiful over there. Um, but no, we had a great time. A buddy of mine from <laughs> Wales joined me and uh, yeah. I kind of got him into hockey last year and um, we just had a good time for five days and the coverage was great. I met a bunch of people. I ended up being on like Spit and Chicklets doing an interview with them. Um, no just, shit. Yeah, wow. we just done a bunch of Jaeger shots too at the, at the restaurant. So I was feeling wow. no pain. So yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. I, I basically said I'd give up absolutely everything for a Maple Leafs cup. And yeah, yeah my girlfriend wasn't too happy about that after, uh, <laughs> after she saw that go viral. So what can you oh, do? Oh man, I mean, we're all thinking it, but you're the one that's brave enough to say it. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I blame I blame the Jaeger for sure. But no, met, uh, yeah, met Merle's over there from Spit and Chicklets. And uh, yeah, great guy. Great time. It was fun, a lot of fun. Oh man. That's Any so other standout cool. moments from, uh, from being down in Sweden? I mean, like that seems to take the cake, but like just oh, even, yeah. even when I was watching and, and reporting on some of those games as well, um, did you notice a different style or a different flow to the game, different energy as opposed to, you know, any games that are set here in Canada and the States? Yeah, totally. So the, the dome, it was a dome first off and it sat like 13,000 people. So a little bit smaller than Scotiabank. And um, I noticed like, nobody boos like you don't you don't hate on anybody there so yeah. um the crowds just vibes the whole time like any song that came on doesn't matter old new everybody's singing clapping having a good time so the atmosphere in the building was incredible both games even the considering the leafs game it started off horrible like mm -hmm. i think it was one nothing for like the first two periods so yeah. Um, no, it was a really good time. The one, the one really cool moment I'll, I'll never forget was we were sitting there just enjoying some cider at the fan fest, doing some coverage there. And we were just sitting on a picnic table inside the tent. And then all of a sudden it's like Matt Sundin and William Nylander, like, you know, boom right there. And it's like, wow, Matt's like the one fuck that's, that's the guy. Like he carried the least. That's the guy. Right. So the guy. Yeah. So Nylander was definitely the king over there. Like everybody was talking about him oh, and yeah. shit. But when Sundin walks in, it's just a different presence for sure. Absolutely. Oh, man. Like that is that's got to be up there in like the upper echelon of different people that you'd want to be able to have on a show or be able to interview. Did you have a chance to interview any of the players that are down there and and uh, and, and get to get to chatting with them? I ended up writing a couple of a couple of articles while I was over there, but getting player 
player uh anybody's time over there was tough like they even they like they held like media conferences as opposed to like getting into the dressing room and those kind of things so Mm -hmm. the setup was a little bit different that way but you make the most of it and yeah, you know, everybody was pretty happy with how things turned out. So absolutely. I mean, it's it's even crazy. And just like as we've been getting into more media coverage and the credentials that we've been getting across the NBA and NFL and and, and breaking out into other leagues as well is when you finally have the chance to start talking to these players and asking them questions in the locker room, like you, you do get a little bit of nerves where it's just like <laughs> yeah. kind of get caught mouth for a second because you're you are starstruck, just like you would be if you had the chance to talk with Matt Sundin. And then you have the yeah. chance to start talking to some of these guys that you follow on a regular basis. So you just got to keep your cool, keep calm and collected and, uh, and and deliver deliver your questions there. So, I mean, that's sweet. That's sweet. Uh, that's uh, obviously a lot of things that are going for you. And uh, we definitely want to have you back on to just cover Leafs. Like I mentioned, we'll we'll, we'll cover some puck, maybe uh, post trade deadline what have you um but let's let's just jump into a couple keynotes here on a busy week in the nba i feel like there's just been a lot of uh a lot of craziness that's been going on as of late a lot of crazy storylines uh which the nba is always good for uh but let's just kick things off with uh, a, a crazy firing of uh of the milwaukee bucks letting go of their head coach adrian griffin uh obviously Griffin being an assistant coach for the Toronto Raptors for a number of years as well. Uh, then Kate taking that head coaching position, which a lot of people thought that the Raptors should have given that to him. Um, he ends up obviously taking the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, just this is just after they had released uh, or fired uh, Mike Budenholzer as their head coach. So now they're on their third head coach <laughs> in a matter of months, which is nuts. Um, uh, I'll, I'll kick it over to you, Bert. What's, uh, what, can you make sense of any of this and why they might've done this? I, I get the sense that he was just like way in over his head and just had no idea what he was doing. Like rookie head coach, like you got to expect some growing pains, but with a, a roster of that caliber, you need the results immediately. There's there's no time to mess around. And it just seems like he he just didn't have a voice in the room to begin with. And maybe that all stems from, you know, the the like very public outburst he had with Terry Stotts, um, you know, where where he, he stepped down right afterwards, right? And you know, I, I think yeah. that is not a very good first impression on your star players, especially a guy like Dame, who I I would assume that that was part of the pitch to get him to come in was bringing on Terry Stotts, right? It's longtime head coach in Portland. And I think that they all just got a sense of just like, who the hell is this guy? Like, what's he doing? And I don't know if you saw, (laughs) I don't know if you saw that viral clip that was going around not too long ago of Giannis, drawing up the plays on yeah. the on the sidelines oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah i don't, man, I don't know if he's actually tough. like drawing up a play or just uh just like scribbling his name over and over but like yeah. <laughs> it's just such a bad look Tic-tac-toe. man yeah yeah man and no, like the but... front office sees that and they're probably just like all right we gotta get this clown out of here he's just not working out yeah, I mean, it just it, it definitely seems like, you know, especially when you have a huge talent like Damian Lillard that comes over, um, the, the Bucks did exactly what Giannis asked for. Uh, first of all, I mean, I don't think that they should have moved off Budenholzer so quick. He just don't won them a chip. Like, I don't get why they would have done that so hastily. Um, 
you know, I don't think he's the best coach, but he still managed to get them a NBA championship. So I thought that that was a little hasty for them to move off of him so quick, bring in Adrian Griffin. Now you got Damian Lillard. It's a lot for a rookie head coach to be able to manage. But now you move on over to Doc Rivers, and uh, you you guys know how right. I feel. Did they upgrade Doc <laughs> Rivers? But I mean, Shane, like, like, do you like this move to bring in Doc Rivers, or like, you know, do you think they would have been better off with Adrian Griffin? I, I get why they do that because Rivers obviously his resume is decorated as hell. He's yeah. dealt with like multiple star players on the same team, a lot of personalities. So I understand like that dynamic, and but like I'm just I'm kind of surprised it happened too because. I read something how like the GM and his family got a dog and they weren't really happy with its name. And then the, the impression that Adrian Griffin made on him made him change the dog's name to Griff. So his dog's name is Griff. And then, and then shit like this happens. (laughs) Right. So like you just, but uh, like going back to what Jess said about like Giannis drawing up the play, like apparently there was a lot of um, just confusion on how they were using Brooke Lopez. And it was mm-hmm. like really getting to the team on like either defensive coverage or pick and rolls, or what have you. So it just seemed like while Giannis and, and Lillard could do whatever, whatever they, they wanted that Griffin really wasn't, you know, using all the tools properly. And the thing yeah. is too, when he got the job, like Drew Holiday was still there and they were a different team. So apparently his, right. his, like his interview, he was talking about the defensive structure of the team and how he was going to shore that up and, get them back to where they want it to be. And then what do you know, a couple of weeks later, the whole team dynamic is completely changed. So yeah. he was 30 and 13 when he got canned. I think I saw something today, a, a coach with this high of a winning percentage hasn't been fired since like 2015. So this uh-huh. kind of shit doesn't happen very often, obviously. No, but, it doesn't. But no, it kind of makes sense why they brought in Rivers because like he's one of the only names left out there that still want to coach that, you can bring him in and people are like, oh, okay. Like, I guess that kind of makes sense. You know yeah. what you're going to get with him. I think he's fucking trash. I don't, I don't like him as a coach at all. Um, is this his, is this his last chance? Like gotta this be. gotta be right. He gives yeah. a fuck. I don't care. like, man, like he hasn't done shit since he got that one ring with the Celtics. Like he hasn't been able to do. And look shit. at that team too. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's the thing is that like, they've gotten worse since Budenholzer. Like it's yeah. just, they, they really should have just held on to him. I think, I don't know. At least he figured out how to, you know, get them to uh, the finals and then obviously get a chip as well. Um, yeah. Doc Rivers. I mean, like he really is one of the only options. I don't know why he would want to like be a head coach again uh, because he was, you know, I, I thought he was looking pretty good, you know, post coaching career. He was, he had broadcasting going on and stuff. So, Work in media at least. Um, yeah, I just I, I think uh, you know it's the Bucks now. I mean, like, does this now affect their championship odds? I mean, they're they're not quite uh, they're they're up there, but they're not um, at the top seed for favorites to win. Um, uh, I believe the Celtics have that as of right now when it comes to odds to win win at all. But does this make them a better team now? I mean, we're I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see, aren't we? Yeah, I I would say it's, it's like they're there's no way they can be worse, especially defensively. Like I read something there, like 28th in defensive rating this month, which is just insane considering the, the roster. Right. So you got to imagine doc's gonna, gonna kick that up. Like he, he's a, he's a defensive minded guy. So he's, he's going to improve that. And 
I mean, if that's the one area that they really need to improve, that that's not so bad. Like maybe just yeah. deploying Giannis and Dame properly together has been, you know, the biggest learning curve so far. But I mean, you still got time to figure that part out. It's, it's, it's the defense that needs to be fixed. Well, yeah. that's what you get when you ship one of your defensive anchors and Drew Holiday away for yeah. Damian Lillard, who doesn't right. fucking play defense. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's that's what you're that's what you're looking at. I mean, yeah, sure, he'll probably be able to utilize Brook Lopez a little bit better. I mean, you're looking at him; he's he's a top ranked center right now. So it's like I, I don't know. Uh, there's too many fingers to point right now. I just think that you know, thirty and thirteen, that record wasn't good enough for the team that they've constructed. But like again, they they did give up a bit for uh, for Damian Lillard. So. We'll have to see how that um, how that kind of plays out. I mean, you're looking over at a couple other juggernauts in the in the in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean, it looks like it's going to be Boston. Like it's tough to not think that Boston's got a got a the the an easy route to uh, the NBA Finals. But you also can't Philly, count though. Out, you can't count out know. the 76ers now. Shane, obviously, um, the 76ers uh, on a bit of a roll with our former coach, Nick nurse. Um, we were actually supposed to be in Orlando covering them this week, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into that anymore. <laughs> we're, we're saving that for the intro. Yeah. 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 I'm not getting into that anymore. Right. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that shit later. But um, when it comes to uh, Joel Embiid, obviously scoring 70 on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81 as well, which is just nuts. And then obviously, and then having cat as well, drop 62, but nobody gives a fuck because it's not even the highest <laughs> score total that day, uh, which is hilarious. I think he scored like two points in the fourth quarter too. He was just horrendous. Yeah. Well, he out. was, he was chasing buckets, man. He's chasing yeah, buckets. And, that's yeah, and then, then yeah, yeah then you'll lose. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but looking at Joel Embiid, is this another opportunity for him to capture an MVP? Uh, title back to back as well, like Jokic did. Absolutely, for sure. He's he's like doing historic shit right now. Like it's not even like he's the best player in the league. Like he's starting to put himself in like some of the best players of all time category. Like the, the numbers he's putting up. What impresses me too is just like how good of a shooter he's becoming. Like from the free throw line, he's like ninety percent. Like you remember, oh, yeah. like back in the day, so crazy. There was no fives making yeah. free throws. Like that was the thing. Like obviously you hack a shack, but all the other centers in the league couldn't shoot either. So yeah, he's just like totally like turned the position into something that like it's a mix between old school and new school, which is kind of like why why I like him so much because he's got mm. a little bit of everything, but. Like to drop a seventy-piece nugget on somebody's head, <laughs> yeah. Like Kobe's Kobe day two, like that's kind of cool. I love that shit when yeah, stuff like yeah. that happens. But big time, um, he he's he's so good. Like he's just, I think like pe people don't really appreciate how good he is, considering like where he came from when he learned how to play basketball. Like he used to just be the tall kid. Like so he he's just turned into a real real good player. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're just looking at some of his recent totals, like after that 70 points that he did the other day, 33, 30, 36, 41, 41. Like, this guy is an absolute bucket. This is insane. He's just doing literally everything, too. He's dishing the ball. He's crashing the boards. It's 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 all around just insane. And it's it's crazy to see the dynamic that's changed since shipping James Harden over to um, over to the L.A. as well, uh, which we actually just re released a piece on that. Um, and I'll kick this over to you, Bird, uh, just to elaborate a little bit on what we were talking about earlier today. 
um, with the Clippers. Um, things are flowing for them too. And it looks like Harden's finally found a fit, which is, you know, I guess at the end of the day, this is where he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be working. Do the Clippers, is this their window to, to win it all? Because like after this season, it looks like they'll have to restructure a bit. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's this year. Um, this is their best chance. And, uh, it, it sucks. Cause we, we've been kind of waiting for this for for so long like for years and uh it's it's just never worked out like either injury issues or just like bad luck in the playoffs you remember they uh um you know they blew their lead to the the nuggets in the bubble right and Mm -hmm. it's just like man when is it gonna happen i mean they're they're stringing the wins together and it's looking really good but man they gotta stay healthy like that whole squad is just like injury prone it's terrifying like you're gonna go into the playoffs with russ as your number one like no thanks uh yeah but uh yeah, yeah. after after this year like uh uh paul george is a is a free agent i mean doesn't he have one more year or something does or he have one more option? i think he might have a play or i have to double check on that it's james harden as well that's uh, uh yeah gonna be yeah, yeah yeah okay so maybe it's maybe it's Harden then yeah yeah um Either way, those those two guys are are key to this all working, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, they. I think it's it's this year. It's got to be this year, right? Otherwise, it's. I mean, they they're stuck if they don't do anything because they're they have no draft capital. They've they mortgaged no their future. They got nothing. Uh, it's <laughs> and it's crazy. And you brought up a really good point as well. Is that you know? And speaking of uh, MVPs as well, I mean, third on the MVP power rankings is Shane mm-hmm. Gilgis Alexander. Like Shane, imagine if the Clippers still had SGA. Like. <laughs> instead of all of this like that would have oh, been nuts he's a, he's a dog like that guy's he's a walking bucket like and the fact that he's canadian and then what he did over the summer like that was just it was yeah. awesome but no he he's just kind of put okc on his back a little bit and yeah they obviously got a pretty pretty good young core and mm-hmm. they're going to be a team to you know they're going to be a team that's going to be around the the top for a while but oh yeah yeah the clippers it's it's crazy when you get that many personalities in the same room like you got to be like, if you don't share the ball, you're not going to win. Like, regardless of who's taking that shot, you try like, I, you know, tell my nephews and growing up playing sports, I'm like, you don't share the puck or you don't share the ball. Like ain't shit going to happen, man. Like that's yeah. not how the game's played. So yeah, the Clippers do a good job of that. And I think Harden, like he likes to facilitate. So it just took him a bit to kind of figure Absolutely. out who yeah. likes it where and all that kind of shit. And Absolutely. it seems to be working now. So Absolutely. Yeah. Just a lot of craziness going on in the league. Uh, going to have a lot of coverage coming up uh, within the next coming weeks as well. Heading back down to Orlando, hopefully um, uh, if Flair Air doesn't fuck us over again. And then, uh, and yeah, lots of, lots of coverage uh, going to be bringing more uh, uh, trade deadline coverage as well. And then uh, not to mention as well, some uh, Super Bowl uh, previews uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Um, but with that being said, let's transition over to everybody's favorite segment. Ding, ding, ding. It's DB2 fucking bets uh brought to you by not bodog uh we are done with bodog um if you've been following us online uh we've been doing a lot of uh content creation 
with Tony Bet. So make sure you check them out online. Um, doing a lot of great stuff uh, and now making uh, their way here to Canada. So very pleased to be working with them on a lot of content creation and and uh, sports uh, reels, TikToks, all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, yeah, really just pumping out some good quality shit. Um, but to kick things off here, we'll kick it over to you, Bird, because your pick uh, is going down on Friday, which is by the time this episode is released, is uh, is when you'll be listening to it. So that'll be the most uh, recent game. But Yui, uh, speaking of the Clippers, uh, Kawhi and the Clippers making their uh, pit stop in Toronto to face the Raptors. Uh, only seven and a half point spreads. Uh, so yeah. seven, seven and a half point favorites uh, on the spread. Um, do you like the Clippers? Yeah, I do. Um, that that number seems pretty low. I have a feeling this mm. could easily be a blowout by like halftime even. Um, yeah. No real injuries on the Clippers side. Oh, damn. Did we lose him? The bet was so good. It just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just how could you not? Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's right. I mean, seven and a half here is a very... Um, a very small spread for what it is. I believe Emmanuel quickly is also going to be out for the Raptors as well. So um, yeah, take this to the moon uh, minus seven and a half, take it by a million. I mean, I don't, I don't honestly think that the the Raptors um, they're, they're in tank mode. Finally, they are in tank mode. So um, hopefully they, this will be a game and, and Harden. I mean, bird, we've always uh, whenever we've been uh, we've gone to see, I believe I've seen Harden with you a couple times when he was with the Rockets um, mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto, but he always just cooks. So oh, I mean, and, and always Kawhi dominates. Uh, it, this is just this is not even close. So I minus seven and a half. That is uh, get it while it get it while you can because uh, I don't think it. Um, I don't. I don't think uh, it's going to stay like that for very long. Sorry, boys. Yeah, as, as you can see, my uh, my internet cut out. So that was great. Hey, um, hey dude. happens yeah. to the best of us. I was worried about that too. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you covered it though, Josh. There's not really much to say about this one. It's pretty, uh, pretty cut and dry. I think. By the time that there are some player props that are available, I was looking right now uh, as we're recording this Thursday night. There weren't any available, but um, on the uh, I've, I've been I've been loving the points, rebounds, and assist totals uh, when mm-hmm. you combine all three of those categories. And uh, Kawhi will be somewhere in the high 30s, probably around 38 and a half or so. Um, take the under on that, yeah. whatever it is, take the under, right. especially they're, they're going to, they're going to, yeah, it's a blowout. They're going to, they're going to sit them. Sure. Uh, the under for, for that has, has hit quite often. So, um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely liking that. Um, usually Paul George rebounds are around like five and a half as well. Um, and he, he likes to hit six and seven. So, um, take a peek at those player props as well. Not official picks, uh, not speaking on birds behalf here, but, uh, no, go ahead. Couple, I, I, couple. I dropped out. So you got, you got full reign to, <laughs> to take over a couple preps that I like. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and check that out. Um, kicking it over to you, Shane, Shane, Oh, Shaner. Is it too early to start calling you nicknames like that? You, no, uh, you can <laughs> drop whatever you like. Buddy. Um, kicking it over to some pack over here. This, I love this pick. Um, I, this is something that I actually hammered last night on Wednesday with the one, nothing, uh, one, nothing final to the Leafs. Nice. Great game, by the way. Um, that was, uh, you know, a, a really solid win and uh, love to see them uh, squeak it out there in overtime. But um, when it comes to the Le- Jets and Leafs rematch, um, we're going under with this. I am because uh, a couple of reasons. Samsonov is playing unreal since he's kind of been reset. So he obviously is coming off a shutout. He looked good the game before, too. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't have any concerns there right now. Um, Hellebuck is playing for the Jets. 
So that's great. Uh, yeah. Shifley might still be out. So mm-hmm. Jets number one center's out. And the Jets are like one of the league's best defensive teams. And I think over their last seven games, they're like maybe averaging two goals. They've been shut out twice. And yeah. the Leafs are averaging like 2.4 goals over the last seven games. So I thought, why not do a little sprinkle on that under? Yeah. And see what, uh, see what happens. I mean, well, you never know. A couple early goals, a power play, and like hockey can turn pretty quick when it comes to hitting that magic seven. But they actually mm-hmm. might move this line to five and a half too. So yeah, uh, that's true. If it's if it's five and a half, I would maybe stay away from it because it could be like a four-two game. But the Jets have only given up four goals once this year. So I was know. just wow. gonna say that I I've, I've yeah. read a stat somewhere that they I was gonna say they've only allowed three or more like a couple times, like maybe twice. Yeah, <laughs> like, and they only insane. Boston scored four because they pulled the goalie. So right, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the Jets are real sound defensively. Like they got, they don't have much for stars, but they got a good coach, good system. So yeah, if you like, uh, if you like to play the over, betting the under and watching the game though is like, that's fucking like so boring. Sister, man, it sucks. Like <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it, especially it when it's sucks. two trash ass teams that can't fucking score a puck. Like that's that's uh, I'd like just I'm, I'm cheering for, for dumpins though. It's it's yeah. kind of the worst, but uh, <laughs> but no, if you if you like to. To sprinkle on the on the on the Leafs, which I normally do. It's that's yeah. the under on Saturday. So no, absolutely. I I I love it. I'm definitely gonna hammer that to the moon. Um, Jets, they're the real deal, aren't they? Yeah, man, they are. And they got a GM that's looking to do some shit before oh, the yeah. trade deadline. Hockey trade deadline is uh, March eighth. Mm-hmm. So look for some more trades between the All Star game once that's done. And a lot of teams have bye weeks now in the NHL, so. Um, once kind of teams figure out, you know, where to, where to tinker, you'll see a lot more action, but the jets will be among some of those teams that are buying for sure. No, love that. Love that. Again, uh, jets and Leafs under six and a half, and that's at minus minus one fifteen. All the odds that we've been giving you as well are available on, on Tony bet. Yeah. I'm going to find that now. That now um, before it changes. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt for sure, man. For real. Uh, so make sure you check out Tony bet online as well um, for all of their latest odds. And then uh, going over to uh, some championship round NFL action. Uh, look, I'm going off script. I'm going off script. I'm not saying that the oh, Lions. The hell? I'm not. I'm not saying that the Lions are going to win. I think it's going to be close. I think. I think the 49ers. Uh, I mean, like, it's it's in the script for them to make it into the Super Bowl. Um, they're they're obviously an offensive juggernaut. Um. I, they're definitely going to carve up the Lions secondary, but um, man, when it comes to when it comes to the Lions, I mean, they've fought too hard this season, and plus seven and a half—that's a lot of points, especially if you lose by a touchdown. Like that ain't too bad. I think um, I think plus seven and a half is very attainable. Um, it, they're going to give it all they got, and it's the the battle of the game managers. Um, so plus seven and a half, Goff against Purdy. What a showdown! Um, yeah, I gotta go Lions. I've been restoring the roar for a bit, and uh, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't jump off the Lions train now. Here's also the other thing too: like everyone, like the Niners were nine and a half point favorites against the Packers, and look how close that game was, right? So it's like they, the the Niners outcoat were outcoached, uh, or um, Shanahan outcoached uh, Lafleur, and was able to, uh, and then there was also that pick with Jordan Love as well. So I mean, at the end of the day, 
I think the Lions got what it takes to cover this game, uh, to cover the spread, plus seven and a half. Found that minus 120 over on Tony Bet. Um, I don't know. Does anyone think otherwise? Because well, I mean, seven and a half is a lot of points for a conference game. Like, that right. Seems, that seems like a lot for sure. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a flip, like a coin flip for me, honestly. Obviously, the 49ers offense is pretty scary, but mm-hmm. I, I just kind of want to see, you know, a battle between Eminem and Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Like, that's kind of where I'm leaning. I'm kind of going for the. For the storyline, more than, yeah, more than, yeah, man. I'm a Cowboys Absolutely. fan, so my fucking ship sailed a long time ago. Oh, so, um, yeah, I like uh, I like the Lions pick there. I, I'm all over that. Yeah, I'd love or, or I'd how, love to change the the halftime show to a, like a rap battle. <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. and Eminem. It's kind of shitty they got no music with Usher because that could have just worked out fucking perfect. Oh yeah, oh, dude. man, imagine that. Hey, I mean. I mean, so the the script has already been released as well, and they they have uh, Reba McIntyre and Post Malone uh, for the halftime show special guests. Uh, so I mean, uh, who knows? Uh, maybe maybe there's maybe there's yeah, the league's got something up their sleeves. But uh, I too think that it's going to be a Chiefs Lions Super Bowl. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, the it could be Ravens. It could be Ravens too. I, I'm going to take the Chiefs on the spread. Um, not an official pick here, but I, I'm I'm leaning towards Chiefs on the spread. <laughs> Um, not an official pick, quick, but, but quick disclaimer there. Yeah, I just don't, I, I don't know if I'm comfortable enough to take the Chiefs on the money line as opposed to the spread. So there you Fair have enough. it. Just line shopping for now until I find one that I really like, until it, until I find a price that I like. But um, again, we're going to go with the Lions uh, with the NFC Championship game, uh, plus seven and a half uh, versus the Niners in San Fran. Um, you better believe that Detroit fans are, are traveling in numbers and they're oh, going to yeah. be looking for a bit of a takeover. Uh, going to be tough to do it in San Fran, but uh, uh, yeah, going to be a crazy, crazy game. Uh, minus 120 again on Tony Bet. And uh, that about does it for this installment of the down by two podcast uh make sure you like and you share and subscribe and all that good shit make sure you check us out on our socials and we are pumping out the content these days baby so uh make sure you uh check out tony bet as well um all that good stuff online one more time uh shane buddy thank you so much for jumping on the show it's an absolute pleasure where can everybody find you online and uh uh and uh, again when it comes to your nhl uh, all-star weekend stuff uh give uh give some of our listeners uh, the lowdown on that yeah no i appreciate it guys thanks a lot for having me it's a lot of fun yeah um check out any of uh the nation network's uh wide wide range of content daily face off uh, you can find me at the leafsnation.com um at shug mcsween on on x or twitter or whatever you feel like calling it any day of the week. Um, but yeah, and uh, I'll be, you know, pumping out uh, articles on the NHL trade rumors as well, especially getting closer to the deadline. That's always um, fun times there. So yeah, uh, yeah, um, I'm happy to be here, boys. I had a lot of fun. Love it, buddy. Awesome. Thanks so much for jumping on, man. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you all next week. Cheers. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. 
Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.